Broadcasting live from the Treasure Island Sports Club, it's In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, presented by Tequila and Bajador. I want to thank you very much for making my day in the sun so memorable. I like that. That was fancy. That was a great intro right there. Just, that was a good play by that quarterback. That I know, but that was a great intro. It was. I kind of it, was, it, was, it was. It was. It was. lining up with. Yeah, the, I was watching that play, listening to that right. music and everything like that. Felt was, like I was at a movie theater, so was, I was watching a trailer. It was one of those. It was one of those moments. Man. That was great. Well, we are in the huddle. Unnecessary roughness. We're at the TI Golden Circle Sportsbook. Vinny Bonsignor, your boy Q. We got college football. College football on. What a, man? What is this? Uh, fourteen now. Fourteen nothing. Yeah, Virginia Tech almost. Decided they didn't want to score a touchdown in that Right. Result. They act like Easter Washington last night. But the quarterback said, I'm going to make a play. And then whoever that – it looked like a tight end, 82. Yeah. looks like uh, he's got some future NFL He's got some hands. Yeah. Got some really good hands. Good catch there. So this is fun, man. This has been – this is so much fun being – Love this time of year. One, being out of the studio. Two, being here at Treasure <laughs> Island, just hanging out, being able to just, you know, kind of let your hair down and, and just be in the element. And that's what we are, man. We're in the element. So – uh, Raider Nation, we definitely want to hear from you throughout the course of the show. We still have about a good 45 minutes left in the show. We have a couple text messages at the Sam and Ash text line at uh, 69187, keyword R&R. Got one from Rob in Oakland. He said, Q, tell Vinny he should have taken Doolittle Drive to bypass the traffic on 880. I used to work at USC and live in Santa Monica. L.A. traffic is far worse. That's from Rob in Oakland. Uh, I, I took Doolittle, man. I took every I took every drive, every avenue. He didn't take it was Doolittle. just it was just a uh, quagmire. You know, I talked to I, John Gruden was talking about how he traffic lives, in LA is way worse lives, than the Bay. He lives about ten, uh, ten minutes away from uh, the facility. I do too. And same here. And um, and he he was just talking about the the how different your whole perspective is, right? When you don't have to drive an hour and a half. Right. Literally. An hour, and, and I'm not, not – I mean, yes, uh, Southern California traffic is worse. But I guess what my point was, I didn't realize Bay Area traffic was that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's no, what I'm No, really Bay saying. traffic is bad. But I think L.A., from being a guy that's experienced both now, uh, L.A. is way worse. But, yeah, the Bay, the Bay, there's always traffic. It doesn't matter if it's Sunday, right. 2 in the morning. doesn't matter if it's – there's always traffic somewhere. 880, the bridge. Yes. Uh, depending on where you're coming out of, what, where you're headed into – uh, getting out of uh, the Levi Stadium last Sunday was a disaster. Oh, you were leaving with the fans. Uh, yeah, you yeah. You got to get to the airport, right? Yeah, and I was good. I had plenty of time. I, my flight wasn't until 7-something, and then it got pushed back about 30 extra minutes. But I had plenty of time, and it was crazy. Getting in was such a, a bear that it actually benefited me because I had to park. I wasn't even allowed to park <laughs> in the media action. Yeah. I had to park yeah. all the way towards the back, right. and I thought it sucked. But then when I left, I was right by the exit. Yeah. So that actually worked out pretty good. That's why. And, and Q, you know, we heard some of the complaints um, when there were some early events over at Allegiant Stadium. Yeah. I, I'm just saying, like, look, if you you want an NFL st- stadium, right. you want a big arena or right. stadium for great events, like, you know, all the concerts that we've seen tomorrow, Arizona's playing BYU. Yeah. Uh, obviously, the Raiders start on Monday Night Football. You can't be complaining about I'm sorry. No. It's just and life yeah. yep. <laughs> at a big stadium. Yeah, it is. And Allegiant Stadium – I think the parking and the traffic has gotten better. The more repetitive that that they, the more times they do it, the better it's going to be. I mean, I really do believe that. And I left, I left um, uh, SoFi Stadium when we were there a couple weeks ago, and I had to drive out of there. And and we stayed in Santa Monica. I was out there. I went to Venice Beach. I did it big, man. I thought I was white man can't jump. I thought I was Wesley Snipes. (laughs) You know, I mean, I was out there looking for ducking the ducking and and what was the other dude? 
I forget who the uh, other guy. Duck and, uh, King and the Duck. Yes. King and the Duck. I was looking for both those guys out there on the hoop court. Uh, we had a great time, man. We stayed out there right on the off the beach of Santa Monica. And, and you had an experience getting in, right? Didn't you? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I, there was no – we parked in the red parking lot for we media. Did. We did. And there was no sign that said red parking lot. You had yeah. to know that the secret passcode was to go through purple. Exactly. How do and you know orange, that? And orange. And orange. How do you know that, though? Well, it's when, – when, when, when they're bringing fans in for the only the second time in two weeks, that's what that's happens. Ex- yeah, exactly. It's exactly what happens. And, I, and you know – I remember talking to Rams people. I remember talking to Raiders people. Hey, can't wait to see you guys on Monday night or Sunday right. night, you know, to kick off the new stadium. And, you know, they're like, yeah, but privately they're like, scared you know what. Right. Because it's training people to come to a new place. Yep. 65, 70,000 people. Yep. And you know that not everyone's going to read the email. Not everyone's going to read the back of the ticket. Not everyone's going to listen or read the newspaper right. to find out what time you should leave. What exit to take? What, you know, uh, if you're in parking lot, the red parking lot, or, you know, so you're going to have uh, half the people there are going to be unsure of where they're supposed to be. Right. And you've got staff that's learning as well. Everyone's learning. So you just oh. got to you just got to be patient. Exactly. And leave any, early. Leave early is the key. Always leave early. Don't try to don't don't be on CP time. Don't be on CP time, man. Don't think you're going to leave the house at, you know, 1245, kickoffs at 1, and you're going to be good. My wife still to this day. It's, <laughs> it's a yearly thing. But, wait, I thought kickoff was at 1 o'clock. You know, I'm right. like, I just look at her like, we, we've talked about this a billion times. Exactly. I can't. And, secondly, as a journalist, as what we do, right. you can't be getting to no, the stadium no. that late and, and all ruffled yeah. and focused no. and all jacked up. Exactly. It's like getting to a show late. You can't do it. Right. You can't do it. You know, I, exactly. I, you can't because then you, you go in and you're, you're like you said, you're, you're flustered. So, yeah, that, that's, that's all bad. Uh, 702-365-9200. That's the Raider Nation listener line. Let's go out to Raider from the IE. Yes. What's up with you, my man? Hey, what's going on, gentlemen? Pleasure to join you over at the TI, getting Absolutely. on the business. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> hey, I just wanted to touch back on what you guys were talking about. Hey, about, uh, you know, what teams truly scare you, you yes, know, this yes. year in the ASC. That was, that was a great topic to bring up. I think the biggest difference, and I'm going to touch upon two different levels here, but the biggest difference from last year to this year is last year was based upon a lot of hopes, a lot of, you know, aspirations of what the Raiders could be. I think we're going in there with a degree of confidence and just and, and expect expectations of how far we really can go into the playoffs. And a great example of that is just looking at what happened yesterday and today in the degree of the signings onto the 53 and also onto the practice squad. Yes. Damn, the, the practice squad is looking solid too, my man. <laughs> it is. And, and, and I, I completely agree. Uh, like we talked about earlier, that window is open. The Raiders realize that, and you have to act differently yep. in that regard. got to jump in it when it's open. Exactly. You see an open window, man, jump in it and go get everything. Get the goods. Right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you got to. And don't, uh, yeah, and bring that big screen TV with you. Exactly. Um, so, uh, and, and getting back to the practice squad, remember, there's six spots now that can go to veteran players. Yep. That – doesn't matter how long they've been in the NFL. David Moore is a perfect example. The Raiders haven't come to agreement with him on a practice squad uh, contract. He still needs to get into town, da-da-da-da. That all needs to get it, become official. But he's a guy that in past years wouldn't have qualified right, for exactly. the practice squad. He had accrued too many NFL seasons. Uh, he was not you know, uh, able to. But now you get to go get six 
veteran players, and right. you get to protect four uh, of those players. Right. So you really, again, we've talked about this a lot. It's not a 53-man roster anymore. It's a 57-man roster right. because you're able to go bring those guys up to the uh, real team uh, as many times as you want, and you get to protect them as well. There he goes. Good call, man. Good call. Appreciate you. I think it's, uh, everything's getting a little squirrely on that end, but that's all good. Uh, got a good text on the Sam and Ash text line from Big E in Oakland. Ruggs and Waller should average 100 yards a game each. Dang. Each. Dang. Boy, you want to talk about the greatest show on turf, but it'll be on grass. <laughs> what is Tyreek and um, and Kelsey? Kelsey average. I don't know, but uh, that'd be interesting. But that I, I don't think it's a hundred each. I don't know if it is, but it's close. You know, because they're so dynamic and and they don't have a run game though. That's the thing. Their run game is not like the Raiders' run game. They have runners, but their run game they don't rely. They don't. They don't. Their their butter does or their bread bread doesn't get buttered by the the way of the run game. Right, and I think that that's you know. People always say, you know, uh, build a team to beat a team right. or to match up with the team. Um, but you can't always do that. You have to beat, build a team to beat that team. Right. And I think with the Raiders' offense, I think it could be extremely explosive. But that run game element allows it to be – to try to – Control, control too. Control. Yeah. Control the pace. Control the clock. Uh, control the tempo. Right. And keep Mahomes – over there on that side. That's the best defense. Exactly. It's him off the field. Period. And now you might have a defense too. Right, exactly. Because exactly. Don't if you do a three and out, if, if, if say the Raiders defense does a three and out, Mahomes might not get back on the field that the rest of that quarter. Right. There's and a if, possibility. And if you can clean up what happens in the red zone and right. score a touchdown exactly. to cap it all off, that's the perfect situation. Uh, so, you know, um, last year, don't think for a second. That John Gruden, John Gruden knew what his defense was all about. Of course. So how he game planned, how he called games, reflected what he knew he didn't have. That's on why that Jacobs defense. didn't score a touchdown in the, against the Chargers. Right. That's why he didn't score a touchdown. They tried to milk the, the clock the as Dolphins, much as possible. Yeah. The Dolphins, they, yep. they, they, they played that in a way that – because they had just gotten beat by the Chiefs yep. by scoring too early. Right, exactly. So they said, all right, we're not going to go down that path. Right. So let's just settle for the field goal, drain the clock, take all their timeouts – put them in a situation where they got got to drive 80 yards um to, to to you know kick a field goal or whatever the case might be and of course you also have arden key yeah. uh roughing the passer was that what it no, was he, remember he grabbed the face mask yes. it was the uh it was the personal foul and and it was a, a it was a deep pass yeah. over damon arnett's head as soon as that play was over they were already in field goal range 702-365-9200 let's go back out to the raider nation listener line arden key. talk to one of our favorite listeners just win wendy what's on your mind Hey, how you doing, you guys? You sound like you're uh, partaking or something. I mean, you guys are the greatest energy together. The two of you really, really are good together. Thank you very much. <laughs> We're going to start doing a four-hour show every day. There's a little partaking. Yeah, yeah, I mean. yeah a little bit. <laughs> For sure. When in Rome, do like the Romans. Exactly. Yeah. I got a comment on Oakland, and then I got a request for Monday night. All right. So the comment on Oakland is, back in the day, when I was say, young, not a kid anymore. Yes. And I had, we had the best hot dogs. They were on these huge sourdough rolls with sauerkraut and mustard. Okay. And, and it was, my dad and I, I mean, it was the best hot dog ever. So I'm sorry that you had to deal with the horrible hot dogs at the end, but, man, there were some good hot dog days back there. Wendy, and, you know, Wendy, say, Wendy, let me well, ask you real quick. What was that hot dog place? I believe it was on Telegraph. It was Nathan's. very... What was Nathan's? it? Nathan's? 
Uh, maybe. Remember, it was like a small little building. It was on a corner. It was almost, it was a corner, but literally the corner looked like a triangle. Oh, mid, oh, it, uh, Derwiner Schnitzel. I don't think it was that. We had pinks in L.A. Pinks was there's there's there's. It was spots. right. It was right down the yeah. street from my grandmother's house. I think it was on out. Telegraph Ave. No, I know. When you were talking about Telegraph, I was thinking about that. Anyway, no, I'm not sure, but uh, um, I'll I'll text you if I remember. Thank you. But um, okay. But <laughs> well, I used to go when I went to Oakland um, before we came here, before we came to Vegas. But um, I used to get there at nine thirty at the Coliseum. Yep. I would arrive at nine thirty for a one o'clock game. I mean. There is no way that you could do everything you need to do if you don't get there like three hours early. Come on. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> and, and it's just, you know, if you, if you get caught up, in, if you get caught up in that traffic jam, it's kind of on, on you. It's on you, yeah. Best for Monday night. And that is, I know, the preseason game, there was a lot of people who just got free tickets from their boss or whatever. They didn't know what the heck to do. So what I wanted everybody to do, who listens to the radio station, who knows that they what how to handle themselves at a live game, bring a small sign, bring a little poster board, and it says, yell for the defense on one side, and on the other side it says, quiet on offense. Yes. <laughs> and put a couple of radio stickers on it and hold it up because I was like the only lady sta- I'm like I'm you know, you look at the section, there's this one lady standing up yelling and everybody else is like sitting there eating their fancy their fancy chicken or whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, Come on, you guys, you gotta yell for the defense every play. <laughs> so I just want to tell everybody, if you paid us a boatload of money to go to the first game of the season, you have a job. And your job is to root for the defense loud every down, every time, and then, you know, wait for the touchdowns and you can yield in on offense. <laughs> Good stuff. No, you're right. You're right. Great stuff. Just win, Wendy. We appreciate you. And that, I saw that, too. I noticed that. I, I saw people, you, you was like, fourth and one. The Raiders were about to try to get into the end zone, and everyone started yelling and screaming. I was like, this is not when you're supposed to yell and scream. You're supposed to be quiet right now. It's exactly. the reverse. But yeah. Training the fans. Yeah, you got to learn yes. them. <laughs> yeah, we got to we got to get them trained before. Like, we can't wait four games. We got to do it Monday night. So you know, and now more than ever. Out there. Now more than ever because fans yeah. weren't here last year. So, uh, yeah, you know, we exactly. got to retrain, retrain <laughs> yeah. some fans as well. All right. All right, great, take great. care, and uh, have a great night, you guys. You sound like you're off to a good start. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank it. you so much. We appreciate it. We're definitely going to have a great night. Uh, yeah, this is. I mean, this is what we do. This is what we do. Man, Virginia Tech is just kind of uh, laying it. Watch this if you get a chance to see this. Uh, I love football, and it's a great time of year. We're watching. We, uh, is, did the schedule with with COVID, I mean, is it still kind of affected? Because all, all I'm seeing a lot of conference games to start the season. I, well, you know, the first official week, they always have the fantastic matchups. Yeah, but usually it's like out of conference. Like you'd have USC against LSU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something along those right. lines. But we're seeing like Michigan's playing uh, Northwestern. Uh, last night it was Ohio State, Minnesota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's kind of crazy. I, I, I'm just wondering if there's – and this is an ACC game. Usually right. you get the tune-ups. Well, tomorrow night we get – or tomorrow afternoon we get Alabama and I, Miami. Uh, Roll yeah. Tide. That's all I got to say. Alabama fan. About, oh, yeah, I love Alabama. Uh, did get a couple quick texts real quick on the, uh, on the Sam and Ash text line, 69187, keyword R&R. My guy Tom, Tom has chimed in, chimed in. Geez, say that three times fast. <laughs> oh, yeah, the 16 points barely scored in the first 56 minutes versus Miami had absolutely nothing to do with losing that game. I learned so much listening to Vinny. That's from Tom. <laughs> 
Tom is Tom is always the one with the 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 low level backhanded compliment slash negative comment. Well, I mean, Tom's a good dude. He, yeah, uh, but that's a little bit of cherry picking right there. There was plenty <laughs> of other games where they scored thirty points and 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 lost. And yeah, no, we get it. Uh, the defense, or excuse me, the offense didn't play that great against Miami. Miami's defense was legit last year. Um, yeah, and, it was. And it gave the Raiders a lot of problems. Sometimes you got to have – that's the whole thing about complementary football. You have to pick each other up. And when you leave – and, Tom, I'm, this is – I'm directing this right at you. Analytically speaking – Uh-oh. Analytically speaking, the Raiders had a 98-point, I think, <laughs> 9% chance – I remember that. – to win the game – when they kicked the field goal, left Miami the ball at their own 25-yard lines with 19 seconds left and no timeouts. It was almost unlosable game. Right. Yeah, you, couldn't, you can't lose that game. All right, so that's on the defense. There's no qu- if you're blaming anything on the offense on that, I know they didn't score a lot of points, but they did leave the game. They, it doesn't matter how many points they scored if they left the field with the lead right. at that point in the game. you got to win that game, Tom. Mailman Raider hit us up. The hot dog spot you were talking about, Q, was Casper Dog. That's ah. right. Thank you, Mailman Raider. That's right. It was man. It's a small little shack, and it was it was on a, a sidewalk that was actually like a triangle. Okay. And it's right there on a Telegraph. Uh, you got to go by, man. Casper. I'm not a hot dog guy at all, but Casper Dog is damn good. There's some dogs that are just there. Really this yeah, hot dogs. I always say are for kids, but Casper Dog. I'll go ahead and I'll partake in that one. I just one. don't like the ones that are, like, tainted green because that's how it was at the uh, L.A. Coliseum press box and also the Oakland. I think I've never seen it like that in any other. That's called spoiled. Uh, let's go out to the exactly. Raider Nation and listen to the line. Let's talk to Alan in, he, right here in Vegas. Alan, what's <laughs> on your mind, my man? Hey, guys. Casper's, uh, they also have one in Hayward uh, right off of Foothill. Okay. Uh, right just off the 238, 580. Man, that was the place to go back nice, in the day, man. too. Nothing like it. There's there's nothing like it. Okay. Love it. Love it. Love a good hot dog place. Oh, yeah. Hey, guys, I, I, I want to chime in because you were talking about commuting times and time to get to the stadium and all that. Yep. Uh, I went to the Rebels game last night, and I, I can swear that to walk from the Luxor on Hacienda across the bridge to Allegiant mm-hmm. is just as far as getting off the BART and walking – uh, on the bridge, across the track, to the Coliseum. I've done that walk, yeah. Distance. Yeah, that's, you know, you've done that, right? The yeah, bar- for sure. Gotten off of BART and walked to the stadium. All the time. It, is, it was a nice little jaunt, yeah. I did that at the A's game last week. There you go. Yeah. So, so yeah, so basically what you're saying, you can't complain about it, right? You know, I, I cannot complain with one caveat that we we got to have – Hot dog carts on that bridge next uh, next Monday night. <laughs> we gotta have one guy selling beanies and one guy selling shirts. We, we yep. just gotta make it uh, as open as possible. Yes. Hey, that's a great call, man. The bootlegger. You gotta have the bootlegger on the bridge. Fast. Now you're talking about that's a hey, man. It don't get better than the bootlegger on the bridge, <laughs> no, man. That's even real. if you're not hungry, you'll get hungry enough. Yeah, you know, yeah. Right, smelling the onions and the peppers and everything else. I got, got some going. of my best shirts and some of my best ah, food yeah. from across the bridge, man. Walking across that bridge, we used to hustle tickets. By the time I get off the BART, cross the bridge, I would have bought a pair of tickets, sold that pair of tickets, and bought another pair of tickets, exactly. grabbed a hot dog and a T-shirt before I actually got to the Coliseum. Yes, Me exactly. and my man Daniel, we used to do that 
all the time. Good stuff, good stuff. 424 is the time. Got to take a quick break. Damon, he's telling us that we got to take a break, so we're going to do that. We do have more callers on the line. Bernard, hold on. We'll come to you first. Also got some more text messages on the Salmon Ash text line. It is blowing up. 69187, keyword R&R. This is in the huddle. It's Unnecessary Roughness. T.I., the Golden Circles sports book right here inside Treasure Island with Unnecessary Roughness here on Radio Nation Radio 920. Welcome back to In the Huddle with Vinny Bonsignor, live from the Treasure Island Sportsbook. Speaking of the Aces, <laughs> shout out to the Aces. They won last night uh, against the Chicago Sky, ninety to eighty-three, and they're back. Play- they're going to play the, the, yeah, they're the Sky again, Chicago, uh, but, uh, but on Chicago. the road, right? Yeah. I'll tell you what, man. I've only been to one Aces game so far. Right. That is a fun oh, time yeah. out. Yeah. I'm serious. Like uh, that, they put on a hell of a production. They can hoop too. Well, yeah, absolutely. Some I mean, talent. Out no, there. no, no, mistaken. And I mean, I come look. I was in Central Texas. I, I was. I covered Baylor like a glove. So right, the right. the Lady Bears were awesome, right? Kim Mulkey right. was a hell of a coach. I mean, no mistake into that. But not only is the action fantastic, but the production behind it from the entertainment. We got to the game. I want to say maybe maybe an hour ahead of time because we just didn't know what to expect. Right. right? We had great seats. And just seeing the production behind it, the music, you know, the entertainment, the, the, the stage that they had set up, bringing alumni up, talking to them. I mean, all that was entertaining, and people in the crowd and audience were getting, were getting fired up. I was told if you go to one Aces game, you'll go back. And, credit, and that's true. Credit where credit is due. Uh, because Mark Davis, who owns uh, the Raiders, and uh, boy, did you see the house that he's building? Yeah, he's going to invite me over. Okay, all right. <laughs> well, we're, we're going to hang out, man. We're homeboys. You, I'm, I'm tagging along with we're you. We're homeboys. Uh, but um, he, he's put his money where his heart is. Yeah. Uh, and that's where it is. It's, it's where his heart is uh, with the Aces and this organization and uh, trying to uh, elevate this to special status. And right. I think the uh, Las Vegas Aces – and what Mark's done and the whole organization, Bill Lambeer, the players, the coaches, uh, there's something special right. that's being built with the Aces. And uh, I can't wait to see how far this thing goes. And it's, it's pretty special when you have a head coach like Bill Lambeer, too. Yes. I, I'm, I'm a guy that people watches a lot. Yes. When I would be at the Baylor games, I would watch Kim Mulkey because she's very emotional. She's right. very fired up. Right. Bill Lambeer is the exact opposite. He sat on the bench, and he just watched. It's like – it's almost like Phil Jackson. Like, I've already done all the coaching I can right, do. Right, now it's right. just up to you ladies to go out there and execute. That's exactly how he looked. And complete difference from when he was a player. Right, exactly. When he was a player. Yeah. I'll, you, I'll say this. <laughs> the, the Detroit Lions or the Detroit Pistons locker room. Oh, I can believe it. When you had Isaiah, Vinny, um, you know, uh, Bill Lambeer. John Dennis Sally, Rodman, Dennis Rodman. John Sally. Yeah, uh, Cliff the microwave. Levinson. There was yeah. just some characters on this yeah. team. And you can kind of see it coming. Like, before they kind of really hit, yeah, you were just – you know, the Lakers would play them twice a year. Right. That's it. So that was – and it was before TNT and ESPN. You didn't get to see every game, every team all the time. So they would just show up, and you're like, wait a minute. This team looks like it's pretty darn good. And you had this guy, Bill Lambeer, from Southern California, whose father was, like, one of the richest guys around. Just throwing bodies around, yeah. throwing elbows, uh, you know, being a jerk on the court, but playing his role to perfection. And you're right to see him now yeah. transform himself to to a head coach. Uh, it's it's really cool to see. And I'm I'm a huge Aces fan. I'm just gonna yeah. throw it out. No, there. it's fun. It's fun. How could you not be? Exactly. exactly. How could you not? We t- we started the show talking about we root for 
or we, we, yeah. we want everyone local to be successful, and we do. Right. It's a great time out to be able to invite people in town and say, hey, you want to go to an Aces game tonight? Right. Let's go. Right. It, you'll have fun. I brought My son was here from Fresno, and I said, hey, you want to go to this Aces game? I got some tickets. He said, yeah, that's cool. By the time he left, he's like, man, let's go again. Exactly. You know, he was sold. So, yeah, it's, it's a good time out. 702-365-9200. Talk about a good time out. We got a lot of great callers. Uh, Alan in Vegas, we already talked to him. Let's talk to Bernard. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, how you guys doing? Chilling, man, chilling. We're doing good. We're doing good. Hey, I want to make a quick point, couple quick points. I think the Raiders need to get 10 to 10 to 11 games. I don't know if that's going to get them in the playoffs, but um, I think that's what they need to get. Okay. And uh, Q, somebody called in already about Casper. It's another one of those just only a couple of blocks down on like 50, maybe like 51st. Another another Casper, Casper's there. That one closed down the little one in the island on, on Telegraph right oh, across from McDonald's. The one but on the island closed? That, yeah, that one closed oh, down. But it's that was my one, spot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Somebody tweeted yeah. that the, the one in Pleasantville is still open there, right? Pleasant Hill. Pleasant Hill. Yeah, Pleasant yeah, Hill. that one's open too. It's one there also. Yeah. And then, um, hey, that Kansas City game, that was Terry McDaniel that got burned on the out and up, man. I was at that game. It, cl- it quieted that whole Coliseum down on the Monday, on the Monday night. I was, that was one of the, the hardest losses I've ever been at. The one that Eric Turner, though, was the safety playing on that play. And he, yeah, he, yeah, 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 yeah. They yeah, both yeah. messed up. Terry McDaniel. Uh, yeah. Bit on an out and up, right? And Andre Rising caught that ball, man. Yep. And, and the same thing. I was like, Elvis Gerbeck. We really, we really got beat by that dude. I know, man. Uh, I was, I was so depressed by that. That was rough. <laughs> and one, a couple of quick things. Another quick thing. You guys, give me a couple more minutes. Um, a couple more seconds, I should say. You got it. The national media, man. I heard a guy today. I think it was Jeremy Fowler. He says that the word around the league is that the Raiders don't have any team speed. And I'm like, do, are these, do these dudes know the Raiders roster at, at all? So that tells you right there, the Raiders are just, just because they've been losing, teams are not doing a lot of research on them. They just write them off like it's, you know, like it was last year or the year before or the year before. They're not looking at the roster. They're not paying attention to any of the upgrades that we made. And uh, K.J. Wright, you've been uh, pounding the desk for this dude. And uh, we got him. And I was like, is he really that good? I looked at his game pass today, his film session, very much like Jared McCoy, man. We need a veteran like this dude is so smart, and he's going to help this team. It ain't going to be nothing like seeing a bunch of black jerseys, man, rallying around the ball and tackling these, these receivers and these ball carriers. I just want to see that. We get this defense together. They're going to make a lot of moves. But uh, yep. no team speed on the Raiders. Um, I wonder what <laughs> they're looking at. I wonder I, what they're looking at. Yeah, well, they're not looking at much. That's, no, that's the number one. Thank you for thing. the call. Great yeah. stuff, by the way. And 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 look, Q. Uh, I've been around long enough. When you ask somebody a question, you know, to hey, what do you think about this team? What do you think about yeah. that team? At least the people that I talk to, if they know, they'll try to let you know. If right. not, they'll go, hey, I'm I'm so involved in my team right now right. that I haven't been able because based on what, right? You know, based on for the team speed, based on what there hasn't been a starter that has played in the preseason. Unless you're the Rams who practice against the Raiders. And, oh, by the way, I'm standing on the sidelines talking to Rams people, talking about how this looks pretty good. This looks different, this roster, from what we saw in 2019 when they practiced uh, against them in Napa Valley. So that was people in decision-making positions looking at a team that they saw two years ago and saying this looks a lot different now. So I, I, I don't, I, I'm not quite sure uh, where well, that information is coming I'll, from. I'll tell you this, man. Um, when you don't really pay attention but you want to be part of the conversation, you just throw stuff out that you feel like you know. Right. I, was, I did a radio hit before, this, before the show today 
in Denver. And the, the one of the first questions was still, did John Gruden and Derek Carr get along? Right. Like that's, I mean, that's the oldest, most played out question right. ever. And I said, guys, if he didn't want D.C., he wouldn't be here. It's, it's, There's three guys on the roster right. right now that weren't in the Gruden era. Right. And, and here's the thing. Like, I can't comment on the New York Giants right now. I can't comment on uh, the Minnesota Vikings or, or somebody like that because I don't, I don't cover that team. From a distance, we could talk about it, but that's and, it. And that we're up in a helicopter kind of hovering right. over, right. Um, you know, trying to, you know, make some, make some you know, assessments. Right. But with the Raiders, I can comfortably say, no, Derek Carr right now is fine with, good. With, with John Gruden. Yes. Um, you know, and, and, and so, yeah, exactly. Just, so there's national narratives. Right. Uh, that that get created and, and, and old scouting po- uh, reports right. die hard. Right. So uh, I'll say this though, and I everybody in Henderson understands this. Everybody in the organization knows this. Everybody in the locker room knows that. You want the love, you go earn the love. Of course. And I think the Raiders are in a position where I think they believe that they're going to earn some love. And now they got to go out and do it. For sure. It looks great on paper. Uh, it looks different from what we've seen. Q. Uh, you know, at training camp and in practice. Now it just has to happen on the field. And when you earn your respect, you're going to get your respect. And that's basically the bottom line. No doubt about it. Got a a few more minutes left in today's show, 702-365-9200. Let's go back out to the Raider Nation listener line. Let's talk to our guy, Raider Calvin. What's on your mind, my man? Hey, how you guys doing? You guys sound like you're having a great time out there. Uh, Hey, we got to be, man. You know, it's a Friday. We're talking talking with Raider Nation. It's got to be fun. If it it isn't, something's wrong with us. Right, exactly. That's true. That's that's what I say about people that don't go to Vegas. If you have a bad time in Vegas, that's you. That's not Vegas. Exactly. (laughs) Hey, so I just wanted to say, um, with the experience that we've gotten this offseason with McCoy, with KJ right now, and uh, and Guacway, we're gonna our defense is gonna be able to play even at the same pace or even ahead of some of the offenses we're going to face, which is unusual. I haven't seen that in probably 10, 15 years of Raider defenses. Right. They're actually going to probably look like they know what the other team is going to do before the other team even does it. I think some of that came out when McCoy was talking, how how some of the players that we have can't see things coming. You know what I mean? Right. You guys have seen it. Last year, there were times where – where they looked like they didn't even know what the other team was going to do and what they were doing while they were doing it to it. So now I think, um, and what brings to mind is what happened in uh, New England when Belichick just kept running the same play against our against our defense and doing and gashing us in the running game. Yeah, you know, I think with with the experience we have now, especially the linebackers, like our our defense is going to have a brain now. Yeah, and, and I can see things. You know I, what I mean? Yeah. And I, so I, things I, that were working in the first quarter aren't going to work in the fourth quarter. You know, that kind of thing. So we should have better fourth quarters defensively. I just think our team IQ, especially on defense, has gone off, out the roof. You know, I think it's as good as been in a long, long time. And yeah. so that's what gives me my hope and belief. We should win 11 games. Oh, did you get cut off? got cut off and we we, we shall see but you, get, i think i think he got cut off did yeah. he get cut off okay Are they, uh, no he got cut off i think i, I think he, i can hear you oh okay okay i i think you'd agree with me uh q um the difference that i that a that a gus bradley makes but not only gus bradley 
Ron Milas. How many great things have we heard from players? Man, that's about? my guy. Yeah. That's my I'm 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 like this is gonna sound weird. Attached at the hip with him. I, I just because I think he's the guy that makes a lot of things go. That secondary, every single player we've talked to from the secondary, anytime we ask about Ron Milas, and Amik Roberts is a great example. Yeah. In Santa Clara, I said, how much have you learned from right. Ron Milas? And he, his face yes. lit up. You can hear him smile when he was answering. Right. A lot. That was his answer. A lot. When, when Gus Bradley, when that all went down, uh, I may have told you this, but there was a defensive coordinator that wanted the, the job. job. Yeah. And, you know, he texted me and, and said, hey, they're going to go with Gus Bradley because obviously they let everybody know. Right. And he's like, he's going to bring Ron Milas and Richard Smith with them. Two said, great coaches. Vinny, they're studs. Yep. You're going to love them. Yep. They're going to get the job done. And that was from a guy that wanted the job. Right. So exactly. So, you know, automatically that raises your eyebrows like, okay. And, and we've seen it. And I'll, I'll say this, too. You know, people were down on Rod Marinelli last year because of the defensive line. Yeah. Uh, number one, it's a talent issue, too. Right. Number two, Rod Marinelli – is, has been around long enough. He's going to take his orders from – he knows the pecking order. Yeah, yeah, He's yeah. the defensive line coach. Paul Gunther was the defensive coordinator. And he's not going to try to supersede him. He's right. going to do what yep. his vision is and coach to that uh, vision. I don't necessarily think that it was his vision. Right. You know, like, like he might have just been doing things to – taking orders, basically. Right. I think the synergy now between Gus Bradley and Rod Marinelli and Richard Smith, the new linebacker coach, and Ron Milas, the DB coach, is completely different than what it was They're on the same page. Yes. Uh, The messaging from coordinator to assistant coaches to players, I think the synergy, you see that. Right. And our caller just made a great point. This this team is going to be smarter. Right. And that's going to be the result of better coaching, better teaching, better communication. More belief from the players in what they're being asked to do. More belief in the assistant coaches in what the coordinator is asking them to do and to teach. And I think that that's going to make a huge difference. Absolutely. Great call, Raider Calvin. We appreciate you. Let's go out one more time. And we've had some fantastic feedback. Thank you for all the calls. 702-365-9200. Raider T, close us out, brother. What's on your mind? Hey, Vinny and Q. Happy Friday, fellas. The Uh, best kind. I want to talk... I, w- I know. Um, I want to talk about my two favorite additions to the summer. Okay. And that's uh, Gerald McCoy and K.J. Wright, man. Mm-hmm. And first with McCoy, I'm optimistic that that guy is going to be the penetrator and difference maker on the interior line that allow Crosby and uh, Ngakwe on the outside to really go after the quarterback and not be double and triple teamed every down. So I think I'm hopeful he's going to be the difference I know for a fact K.J. Wright is going to transform that deep uh, linebacking core completely. And I like, I like the guys we had. I like Morrow. I like Wachowski. But when you bring in a guy like K.J. Wright, <laughs> number one, he knows his defense inside and out. Yep. Number two, he's going to be a leader. Number three, not only is he a leader, he can produce and make a difference physically on the field. So your guys like Morrow and Kwiatkowski – now they've become depth guys, not starters. And let's say somebody gets nicked up, you got a guy you know you can rely on if somebody else is nicked up. Or I'm hoping Littleton has a bounce back here, but if he doesn't, you know you got a guy on the bench who can step up and play. And that includes Perryman, too. So I think the linebackers have been a huge weakness for years, and I think they're single-handedly transformed in this offseason. And I'm excited for this defense. And as far as I'm concerned, I think middle of the pack – around 15 or 16, I think that's their floor, not their ceiling, wow. based on what they've done. So 
I'm excited for uh, a week from Monday, and let's go Raiders. There you go. Great call. Appreciate that would make all the difference in the world, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. Great call. Uh, yeah, if the defense could be middle of the pack, oh, my goodness. With that offense, uh, things are going to change yep. really, really quickly. And, and you know, we're going to see this Monday night, but also the crowd being a part of it. And the fact that Allegiant Stadium is going to be an asset for yep. the Raiders. Yeah, it's going to be a fantastic, man. Uh, and it's been a great week. It's been a lot of fun. Great show. Uh, Vinny, it's always fun catching up with you and hanging out and being able to be here. And Next week is game week. Yes, exactly. I mean, we, we kick things off on Thursday, of course, with the Cowboys in Tampa Bay. But it gets real on Monday Night Football, absolutely. man. Can't wait. Yep, absolutely. So thank you for everyone chiming in today. We are done. Done deal records. Aviators baseball is up next on your radio. This is Raider Nation Radio 920. Good night.